Welcome to Rope Access Tips, Tricks and Chats. As always, I'll be your host, Lee Greenwood, and I'd like to say welcome to this episode. This week, I want to have a quick chat about a term that gets used a lot on various sites. That term is rig for rescue. Clients seem to want to know that you've rigged for rescue. Um, Project managers want to know that you're rigging for rescue. They want to see the term used in paperwork to say that you're rigging for rescue. If I say that term to you, I need you to rig for rescue. What can, what are you imagining? You know, what's the setup that you're thinking of? Most of the time, when I ask people that question, what they come back with is rigging both working and backup line through descenders, so that the casualty or the technician can be lowered off or hauled back up. That's one option, definitely. Personally, I would call that rigging for lower or rigging for hauling. Um, I try not to use the term rig for rescue. I like to use the term rescue ready. That covers a lot more, I believe, than uh, just rig for rescue. So rescue ready for me is having a rescue plan that's already planned out for the exact location where you are. It's looked at all of the issues that may arise, how you may get around them, and then that plan can be um, put into place if required with everything pre-set up, ready to go. I see a lot of the time out on site that people say, I've rigged for rescue. They've just thrown two descenders in on each line, clipped that to two separate anchors. That's a bit of an issue for me. What happened to this load sharing thing that we teach brand new level ones? All of a sudden we're saying that we're safer because we're rigging for rescue, but we're now not even load sharing, which is the basics of, uh, of our basic level one course. And now we've got all of the weight of the individual hanging on one anchor whether that's a sling around some structure or an eye bolt, and then there's no weight on the other one. So that's one of my main concerns with it. But they think, oh, I've put it through two descenders, I'm good to go. A lot of the time they haven't looked at, is it feasible? Can they lower the person off? Are there things in the way? Working in the built environment around town, I don't think that rig for lower is a very good option. You know, there's balconies, there's air conditioning units. If I was halfway down the side of a 40-storey building, I wouldn't want to just be lowered off on my own down towards, you know, a barricaded area, potentially traffic, things like that. I would much rather somebody was working close to me or somebody descending down from the roof to come down and do an intervention rescue and then have some casualty management and take me to the ground. And then I'd have somebody with me when I end up uh, down at ground level emergency services would have been called there'd be somebody managing the casualty rather than just lower lowering them down and hopefully they land correctly at the bottom so yeah that's uh, that's how it can work in the built environment obviously heavy industry cable trays pipes all of those things being in the way sending somebody off down to those um, isn't always the best place to go on your own you could be using multiple types of uh, techniques to get the uh, the rescue ready there's that term again, rescue ready. You could have a set of ropes rigged up next to the person so somebody can descend down or ascend up and do an intervention rescue. I like keeping uh, the casualty on their descender and doing a double descender rescue. That's sort of the way that I'm moving with uh, straight descent rescues these days to uh, to get the person down. So one person's weight is on one rope, the other person's weight is on the other using similar devices, whether they're IDs, sparrows, if you're rich enough, a couple of clutches, 
you know, and then uh, you can use both of those devices to descend down. No need for backup devices, um, potentially those being left behind and causing all those issues. You've just got two people being lowered off on two descenders. Could be that you're using a combination of all of them. Could be rigged on a couple of descenders at the top and you're going to do either a hauling or lowering rescue. So you've got a technician doing that. And then there could be somebody else descending down to manage the casualty. Pull them up into a nice upright position, uh, managing airways, things like that. If there's any obstacles to get past on the way up or the way down, they can be managed. You've then got somebody with the casualty once they've been lowered off. But that um, extra person who's descending down, they're not connected to the casualty at all. If they need to get out of dodge, they can just descend off for whatever reason if that becomes a requirement. So utilising different systems. If you're hauling the person back up, having somebody coming up to a parapet or a, a handrail, having somebody over the edge on a set of ropes can be a godsend. You know, they can help with you know moving that load over the um, over that parapet or that edge. I've seen a few um, discussions about that recently, about the best way to get people over. There's a few techniques that I've played around with over the years. Maybe I need to do an episode on getting a casualty over a parapet wall and things like that rather than just skull dragging them. But having a person over there to assist is definitely uh, really a good situation to be in if it is required. Another way that I see the uh, rig for rescue setup done is a uh, single descender and then an ASAP being used on the backup line. This you know, is easy to manage when you're lowering the person off. And... Um, but I have issues with that if anything goes wrong and you need to get somebody to that casualty and they have to use the same set of lines. You'll then have to have somebody ascend up the working line of the casualty because you can't ascend up the backup line because then you'll be loading the ASAP and the absorber crew or whatever it's attached to, which isn't a good position to be in. You know, putting a 100 kilo load hanging onto one of those, so not an ideal situation. So I yeah, have some issues with that type of setup as well. I think what I'm really trying to get across with this episode is don't just put the blinkers on and think because you've loaded it through a couple of descenders onto some anchors at the top that you have ticked that box of being ready for whatever rescue is required. It's going to be different in every situation that you're working in, even if you're moving from one walkway to another walkway or one building to another building. There's going to be different issues, different hazards, different risks associated with those. You need to identify all of those before you come up with your plan. And as I've already said, it may be a combination of different techniques that are required to be set up to make sure that anybody is in a situation that needs a rescue, you can fulfil that requirement. Yep, it may be that you need to take more gear with you, dragging more bags up to the roof of the building or climbing stairs with, um, with more kit to get it up to where your ropes are rigged is going to be the thing you're going to need to do, but you need to plan that beforehand. And a big thing with the planning is making sure that everybody on the team understands what the requirements are. If a safety officer turns up, somebody from uh, health and safety turns up, they're not going to walk up to the supervisor and ask them what the plan is. They're going to walk up to the youngest, newest bloke on the team and they're going to ask them because they want to see that the supervisor has informed everybody in the team how the rescue is going to be done and what the requirements are. So make sure you're involving all of the team in how things are going to be done and they know their part in the in the plan. Well, if it ends up it's a supervisor who needs rescuing, obviously the other people on the team need to know what needs to be done. 
Well, that's my bit on uh, rig for rescue, or as I said, rescue ready, the term that I like to use. I'm sure there's some people who have been shouting at their devices, saying that I'm talking a crock of shit. Um, that's, that's fine. Definitely get in touch. Let me know what you think. Have I got this all wrong? Um, should I be looking at it a different way? I'm not sure. Unless you tell me, I won't know. So definitely reach out. You can contact us through, uh, through our Facebook page, Rope Access Tips, Tricks and Chats. You can jump onto our website, ratac.net, or you can find me on all the normal sort of social places, Facebook, uh, Insta, LinkedIn. So yeah, find me on there, Lee Greenwood. Obviously, you all know that. That's me. So yeah, definitely reach out if you want to have a chat about this one. Uh, if anybody wants to come in and give me their opinion, I'd happily have a conversation and we could put an episode together. So let me know if you're keen on that. If you could do us a massive favour as well, if you could share our podcast with all your rope friends, that would be amazing. Getting the word out there. Hopefully there's some interesting information for a lot of people. So tell your friends. Um, press the buttons to follow us. And uh, if anybody wants to give us a review, that would be amazing. Tell us... Uh, Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Um, always open to what people think. But anyway, for now, stay safe. I'll see you soon. Cheers. <laughs>